Hey friends, welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on becoming better followers of Jesus. If you are eager, like I am, to follow Jesus Christ, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. So we come to our fifth building block, and we're talking about pursuing people through evangelism. We've been talking about the core faith essentials, what it takes for us to have a solid faith foundation. And we want to think about this idea, this building block, if you will, of evangelism. Uh, God's word and prayer are our pursuit of God, while a fellowship and evangelism are our pursuit of people. We talked about the first few building blocks would be vertical. Uh, it deals with our relationship with God. And is that relationship or our relationship with God is where it needs to be. Then our relationship, our pursuit of people through evangelism, through fellowship will be what it needs to be. Now, evangelism is a word maybe that gets tossed around. Uh, some people would find the word evangelism in a negative context. Sometimes the word world will turn people who are evangelists Realistic, uh, as uh, maybe some uh, people that are just very far right, they're uh, just out to proselytize and they will try to keep people from evangelizing. Uh, we understand evangelism is a biblical truth, uh, regardless of maybe what the world may think of it. Uh, there's, I guess the, the main thing is when you think about evangelism, there's just so many different ways that you can do it. Some ways are more confrontational, meaning you're approaching people. Some are more lifestyle. Some are more in just everyday type of ministry. Evangelism just is occurring. Um, so sometimes that word evangelism can take a negative connotation by some, not all, uh, but there is a very positive uh, aspect of evangelism because it is commanded by Jesus Christ. And so as we talk about evangelism, we're going to be talking about it like this. We're just spreading the Christian message. And when we say the Christian message, we're talking about the gospel by preaching, personal witness, uh, other various methods and means that we can share the message of the gospel. And ultimately, in evangelism, we're giving people an opportunity to respond. So when we're talking about what is the message or the gospel that we're talking about spreading, we understand that's the death, the burial, resurrection, and the eyewitness account of Jesus Christ. We find in 1 Corinthians 15, 3, Paul gave us a clear definition of what the gospel is. He said, For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve, after that, he was seen of above 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain unto this present, but some are fallen asleep. It's interesting here as he tells us, okay, what is the gospel? This is what I've declared unto you. It is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, just clearly put. But it also is this fact that he rose again and that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve, then above 500 people. Why would Paul say that? He says there's lots of eyewitnesses to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. This is not some little fable, some story, uh, some myth that we're concocting here. I want you to know that you can talk to Cephas, you can talk to the 12 disciples, and you can talk to over 500 individuals that have seen him. And so this just adds credibility to the message that 
Paul was sharing and also to the message that you and I are sharing. You understand the resurrection of Jesus Christ is uh, confirmable via historical evidence. Uh, yes, the Bible tells us, but there's also other evidences in history that tell us that Jesus Christ was a person that Jesus Christ lived on this earth and died via crucifixion, and that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. And so the message that we're bringing to people is one that can be verified with evidence inside and outside the Bible. So we're talking about reaching people or pursuing people, if you will, through evangelism. So as we pursue them, uh, who is it that we're pursuing? Who is the one that is being pursued? Uh, who is pursuing and what are we pursuing them with? Uh, we'll talk about this on our episode today and then we'll dive a little deeper as we go with this idea of evangelism and to look at what the biblical plan of evangelism is, what the Bible shows us, what that plan is, because we have a lot of misconceptions maybe of what evangelism actually is. We talked about some people look at it and in a negative fashion, some people that would even be Christians would look at evangelistic approaches as maybe negative, maybe some positive. So we'll, we'll look at the biblical plan of it, and then we'll look at our plan, establishing a, a very intentional, practical plan that you and I can implement in our lives to ensure that we're being engaged in evangelism. Because I'm sure we all know that evangelism does not happen by accident. I've uh, talked to college students and people uh, numerous times over the years, and when you begin to talk about sharing the gospel with someone, engaging someone in conversation, it always seems to be this is the hardest aspect of our Christian faith to live out. It's one thing to say we're Christian, to go to church, to worship, read our Bible, and all these things, to minister in different areas of ministry. Uh, but engaging someone in a conversation to share the gospel with them, for some reason it can be very difficult. The most important thing that we are to engage in sometimes can be the most difficult thing to carry out. Why is that? I think sometimes fear is the absolute number one uh, reason. Fear of maybe what the person will say, fear of rejection, fear of how uh, they'll perceive us fear that we'll not be able to answer all their questions, fear that we're not equipped, and so forth. But regardless of the fear that we may feel towards evangelism, it does not dismiss us from our responsibility to engage in evangelism. And that's why evangelism is a key core building block. I mean, if we do not evangelize as Jesus Christ has commanded us, then how can the church grow? Uh, if you think about it like this, Jesus Christ gave us this command of evangelism, and you can find, uh, we, we, we would refer to it maybe as the Great Commission. I like to refer to it as Jesus's last command, both one and the same. I think the command makes it a little more personal. I think the command makes it uh, a little more uh, important. Nothing wrong with Great Commission. Don't get me wrong when I'm saying that. But it's much more than just a commission. It's a command by the Lord Jesus Christ. It was, if you can imagine him with nail-pierced hands standing before his disciples, and he says, these are the last words I'm going to leave with you. I'm going to spend 40 days here on earth before I ascend to heaven, and this is the emphasis of what the Bible tells us he said during those 40 days. And so you'll find five parts that make up the whole, meaning in the book of John, chapter 20, 21, uh, you'll see that he tells us to go. We're to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Mark sums that up, but we're to go. We're sent with the divine authority. As, as the Father has sent Jesus and John, so have I sent you. Luke tells us we're to, we're to preach and to be witnesses. Matthew tells 
tells us we're to to teach and we're to uh, make disciples. And then Acts tells us kind of how we're to do it. Begin in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. But I think Mark just kind of sums the whole thing up. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. So as we think about pursuing people through evangelism, the persons of evangelism would be three people. One, it would be Jesus Christ, it would be believers, and it would be unbelievers. You see, Jesus Christ is the message, but also the authority that you are sent with, that I am sent with. It's not that, okay, I'm going to go engage someone in conversation. I'm going to talk to my coworker. I'm going to talk to my family member. I'm going to talk to this stranger. Uh, what uh, authority or what uh, uh, calling or what do I have to interrupt their life and interrupt their train of thought to engage them in this conversation? You understand that Jesus Christ has given you the authority to do so. Not only has he given you the authority, he's given you to com- the command to be obedient to. So basically, there is no one on this earth that is wrong to witness to. There is no place that you can go that would be wrong or that the Great Commission or the last command of Jesus Christ does not entail. And so we see Jesus Christ is the person of evangelism. It's him telling us to go, and the message is about him. It's about him dying on the cross, that him being buried, but most importantly, that he rose from the grave three days later. And because of that, we can offer people the free gift of salvation, that if they'll call upon him, they'll have their sins forgiven, and they'll receive eternal life. Now, we understand believers are the persons that are commanded to engage in evangelism. When you hear the the Bible say, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, who is the ye? Was it just Jesus's disciples as he spoke to them? Was it the 500 there in the passage? Now we can look at this a few different ways. We can understand that uh, the church began with Jesus Christ and his disciples. And as he gave that command to the disciples, he gave it to the church. Now, that's not just your pastor. That's not just your deacons or your Sunday school teacher. That is not the building where you meet at. That is you as an individual. We have to remember the church is not the location, the building. Sometimes we confuse that and say, well, that's up to the church. Yeah, well, the church is you and I as individuals. So as he stood there and said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, he said that to you. He said that to me just as if I was standing in front of him. So this command does not only apply to the disciples. It does not only apply to the church of the first century. We could think about it from a logical standpoint. Uh, if they were to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, and it was only meant for those 12, they could not logistically accomplish that feat and the amount of times that their lives would be on earth. It was going to take more time, more people, because the command is that great. So we understand that command goes much further than the 12 disciples. It comes down to you and I. And the command is this for believers to go into the world and reach unbelievers. You see, Jesus Christ is the commander commanding the believers to go to the unbelievers. If you think about it like this, never have unbelievers been commanded to come to church. But God has, or Jesus Christ has, commanded personally to you and I as believers to go outside the doors and to reach unbelievers with the gospel. That is our pursuing people through evangelism. You understand, people are not commanded to come to us, though God may bring people our way. Though our job, though our classes, though our interaction in the community with different things that we do, whether we play sports or whatever the case may be, hobbies, we will interact with people. 
God will bring people to us. But you understand we are to pursue those people. We are to find out if we're to find out based on everyone that we're around, if they are a believer in Jesus Christ or not. We'll talk about this in a little bit more detail. But it's not okay for us just to think, assume that they are a believer. You and I are commanded to find out if every person in our sphere of influence is a believer in Jesus Christ. And if they're not, then it's our responsibility to share the gospel with them. It's not our responsibility to save them. It's not our responsibility how they react or if they receive the message. Our duty and our responsibility as a believer is to simply share the message of the gospel with unbelievers. They are the object of the message and they are the object of evangelism. And we cannot assume just because we hear them say the word church or say God, or they pray or they mention Jesus Christ or anything like that, you can never assume that they're a believer. There's so many people that maybe have grown up in a Christian home or in a Christian environment but have never personally accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior. They know the, the vocabulary. They know what to say and do, but there's never been a heart change. And so as we think about pursuing people uh, through evangelism, you and I are the ones pursuing as believers There's no wrong person to pursue. There's no place that is off limits. And our job is to pursue them, to be intentional, to engage them, and to find out if they die today where they would go. And if they don't know where they're going, they're not 100% sure they would go to heaven, then we are commanded to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with them. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.